and welcome everybody to Locked On Rainbow Six ESL Wrap episode number something. We are uh, talking about, we are back actually, sorry, welcome back. Uh, we had a bit of a hiatus while there was not many games happening except for Challenger League. Challenger League's been going pretty well, but on the weekend we got to see some of the best Rainbow Six I've seen in my lifetime in the Pro League Finals in Milan. Uh, season 9 Finals all wrapped up. We have a new champion uh, but let's talk about the road to said champion and then a few other things at the end of the show about Challenger League and new team names for ANZ. Uh, but I am Wilco Shulzone and joining me tonight is the beautiful Doc. How are you going, mate? I'm doing all right. Thanks for saying I'm beautiful, by the way. No problems, mate. Happy to, happy to tell the <laughs> truth when the truth needs to be told. Um, also with me tonight is the very not hungry anymore Butters, because we are late because Butters was cooking dinner and took a bit longer than expected. How you going, mate? And, yeah, pretty good. I burnt my tongue scoffing my food, but, you know, I'm here. I'm ready to go. So that's what we're going to hear from you tonight. Maybe. Oh, no, Beard will fix that as, as he drinks his beer. So yep. uh, as I mentioned, we, we, we won't carry on too much because we've got a professional podcast to record and then we've got mm. another podcast after this to record uh, and I'm dead tired but over the weekend, we had Rainbow Six, guys. And am I accurate in saying it's some of the best Rainbow Six you guys have ever seen? Yes. Yeah, it was, yes. It was pretty impressive. Now, and if you had a look, just as a glance, you go, okay, oh, two zip, two zip, two zip, two zip on the first day. And you're like, oh, okay, it's pretty one-sided. Most of those games were phenomenal and went to tight, mm. uh, overtime on just about every one. So, yeah. Yeah, have, having a look... Um, because I didn't, I watched a couple of games Sunday. I watched yep. most of them during the week when everything had or, or already been done and decided. Um, seeing the scores, like yeah, Fnatic first up, two zip to Nora. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, they knocked win. Nora out that quickly, and then you you go into it and you're like, oh, this is still a two and a half hour long game. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. There was so much what? Rainbow Six to watch. In fact, the first five matches out of the seven matches on the weekend were two zips. The first time we yeah. actually went to a deciding map was in the second semi-final. Uh, but look, I, we'll start from the end. We are congratulating, as most of us predicted, or me and Butters were on the prediction show, Team Empire did take it out. Uh, however, mm-hmm. that almost didn't happen uh, in, a, yes. in a very, very, very good grand final, uh, which saw uh, Evil Genius, the runners-up, almost take it and pretty much hand Team Empire the win, but we'll talk about that a little bit later when we get to the, the wrap-up of the grand final. But very impressive, very, very impressive Rainbow Six, actually. And just as a spectacle, that grand final, the way it ebbed and flowed was just something you need to watch if you haven't seen it yet. Mm. But we'll get to that in a sec. Um, EG definitely need a bit more flow. but you know. <laughs> I, to be honest, like we'll quickly touch on it. EG had control of that whole grand final, whether that was them winning it or them losing it the whole way through. Um, yep. The only time really Team Empire was in control of it was just when EG just forgot to turn up uh, in, in the second half of the grand final. So mm-hmm. it, it was definitely, if especially if you've tuned in at the end, you go, oh, this is massively one-sided. I, um, I actually picked up the, the coverage through audio only, uh, at the start of the second map, and I th- and I didn't realize the second map, had, like the first map, had already done because I was working at the time. Just quickly trying to pick it up. Man, it was intense for those first couple of rounds, like basically the halfway mark, and then all of a sudden, EG jumped and 
then I realized that was the second map and EG was just about to take it out. And I'm like, wow, I need to, ah. and then the, from there, <laughs> um, massive turning point. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we might as well just keep on going with it now, and then we'll talk of the road to each no, one. No, we'll, we'll come. We'll come back to it. Okay. We'll come back. You to sure? It. There's a there's a lot to talk about with that one. <laughs> there is so much yeah, to talk that's, about. That's fair. That's so fair. let's let's start at the beginning. First match of the weekend: the APAC uh, rematch, the A all APAC quarterfinal between the beautiful Fnatic and uh, Amazing and Noringo. So, but as we talked about this going in, where we didn't mm. know which Fnatic might turn up, we didn't know. Yep. How 100%. how Noringo would would go without Walker, and we got ourselves uh, answered pretty quickly. So, well, pretty quickly in a, in two and a half <laughs> hours, half we hours. got the answer, but we <laughs> knew it. So, two um, nil as we as we mentioned before. Mm-hmm. However, the results were on border eight seven to Fnatic, and then eight six to Fnatic in Clubhouse. Um, yes. Now, both sides, oh, sorry, on border, it was very defensive orientated. So Fnatic came out with a 5-3 lead, uh, 3-0 straight off the bat. And then all of a sudden, uh, they're 5-1 up. And you're thinking, oh, here we go. Fnatic's really, really come to play. And um, Nora's sort of not quite the same without Walker, but then obviously change of half. And Mm. Nora basically repeated that. So four straight to Fnatic getting one attack win and then Nora... Uh, squaring it all up, but then, yeah, Fnatic, Nora, Fnatic in the in the final, and all attacking teams winning the overtime. Considering defensive had pretty much won uh, all but two of the regulation part of the round, and Fnatic to win border. So, yeah, that that could have come down to, um, I'll say, Fnatic wins that uh, first attacking bit at the end. There, they're like sweet. So Nora comes in, they're like. We can't afford to lose this one. Mm-hmm. We've got to go hard. So thus pushing pushing that win, going a little bit balls to the wall, mm-hmm. potentially. Um, and then Fnatic going, oh, shit, we can't lose this one. <laughs> it, and, and repeating the same. What a, what a start to the, the Pro League, Doc. Um, such And I pretty much set the tone for the whole thing of this ebbing and flowing back and forth between the teams. And, yeah. Um, Fnatic just looked good though. Fnatic looked really good. Nora Fnatic didn't was playing quite, really well. I'm... Didn't Nora didn't quite look as good as the old Nora, but Fnatic looked very solid. And out of this virtue, wow. Yeah, I, I mean, this was sort of the first. This was the first kind of chunk of matches where I'm watching Nora Ringo, thinking, "Who is this team? Like, are these guys any good?" Just because I, 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 I hate to say that Waka is that big of a piece of their success because he's not really their biggest fragger usually he's you know he's i just sort of feel like maybe their flow was off with this sort of new lineup and it it was a bit of a disaster frankly i was a little disappointed Mm. to see uh, how poorly they did overall Mm -hmm. now i think what was mentioned on stream uh by by some of the commentators that maybe walker not being there with him being so talented the holes or the, the the issues in nora came to the fore because he was sort mm. of covering those those issues and those those uh, weaknesses yeah, up I, a bit. I think that's a pretty good point. I mean, I think that um, there was a big issue when when JJ got swapped back in. What would this now be? Uh, two months ago, and a lot of discussion of like, oh, how this how this is going to you know hurt or help the dynamic of the team. But I think you're probably right. I think that Waka was just such a celebrity player that he smoothed over all of their rough spots. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, 
I reckon uh, season ten, Nora is going to be something to contend with after yeah. they yeah. they nail uh, they they smooth out some of those kinks. But yeah, going going in here, it was clear that they they were missing a little something. Yeah, yeah. So they only improve from here. That's the thing. Hmm. So they they will gel more as a team, get to know each other's um, different uh, play styles a lot better, and you know. Like like you said, season ten, Nora will be a force, especially towards the end of it. Um, well, and if any team can do it, it'd be Nora, right? I mean, they have the coaching; they they know what they need yeah. to do. They've seen the success, so I think that I, mm. I yeah, I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. They've got the experience too, and and once again, these two teams proving that APAC isn't uh, the joke that they used to be. So yeah, um, watch out yeah. for for that. Now, second map, we went to Clubhouse and a little bit more uh, even where. So Nora went to uh, and all of a sudden three one up and then Fnatic came back to three all and never really got out more than two uh two mm. advantage. Um but Fnatic coming home and um coming home strong in overtime to be down uh map uh round point uh or match point um to come back and then win eight six. So uh no, sorry, yeah, they were down six five, sorry, and then they've come back to to win. No, it was six all. What? Sorry, Are you sure about I'm, that. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember because I was watching this very, very late at night. No, they came back. It was six if you're all. on. If you're yeah. on Siege GG, scroll down a bit. It tells you literally. Yeah, no, I am looking. I'm looking at trying to. <laughs> my, my brain is making sense of it, but yeah, uh, very, very close <laughs> second map on Clubhouse. Um, but once again, Fnatic just looked a better team. Um, yeah. And and sort of yeah. So we we'll, we'll talk about virtue here uh, just quickly. Twenty one. Frags um, on which map was it? Um, Butters. It was the first map. Yeah, first map. Um, which is first... a new record. Yeah. So, oh, it was nearly uh, a record for total frags during an entire match. Yeah. In in one map. Yeah. So. So it was just phenomenal. Like he was above and beyond. And I'm looking at CGG where his 1.24 was his rating, which is a full point uh, two bigger than everyone else on the on the on the playing field. So um, plus 12 KD. It's just he was a machine, and he's been such a good pickup for for Fnatic's in, in the last 12 months. So yeah. so he finished up this entire match with 28 kills, yeah, 28 in total. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they they were he did equal someone's record, but it didn't count because that was back in unlimited overtime. I think it was when that person did it, or something along those lines, where they, there was a few extra matches and they didn't quite count it. So yeah. he definitely holds. So I, I, well, it, it counts. It's just obviously with unlimited overtime being a factor, yeah. Uh, yeah. that means that that goes into its own sort of little bucket. So yeah, I'm pretty sure Virtue holds uh, the top frag count, at least for the not yeah. not only the weekend, but in total for Pro League. Yeah. No, it was a really good effort. So once again, Fnatic going through to the semi-final and meeting the winner of uh, Team Empire versus Dark Zero. Now, once again, um, you look at the scoreline, two zip, yep, cool. You look at the the, the seven three in, in the second map, uh, yeah, mm. okay, yeah, Team Empire did it again. But they were never going to win that first map in bank. Um mm. They put on um, a very good spree at the end to win in overtime. So um, they were down 3-5 in defense, and then they came back and won for... No, sorry, that doesn't make sense. That's including the overtime stuff. Um, 
Sorry, so three all in the first half, and then they Dark Zero came and, and took a, a big uh, six. Four lead, and then Team Empire came back three straight to take it to seven, mm. seven six, uh, seven all um, with Dark. I know seven six, and Dark Zero went to seven all, and then Team Empire won on the final deciding map. Um, very attacking orientated map, um, but this is the first time when I got to watch this that I saw Dark Zero. Uh, sorry, uh, Team Empire can be beaten. Uh, going into this yeah. weekend, mm. I thought no. Nah. They're going to be a class above everyone else. We talked about it after the Invitational that these the, them and G2 are just superior compared to everyone else. But Team Empire looked vulnerable here. What did you think, Doc? Yeah, they had a they had a few points where it was a little hit and miss, um, which frankly I'm kind of glad to see, right? Because you don't want to see somebody come in and just completely dominate as I, mean, I certainly predicted after the Invitational they would do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad to see this. Better balance. So, Second map yeah. was just, you know. Yeah, it was Team Empire standing up and making sure that they got through to the next round. But still, yeah, yeah. even then, um, so 8-7 first map, 7-3 second map. Um, yeah, the very, very solid match for, for Team Empire. Considering they had, they've had Dan come in uh, to take on... Uh, the new spot in the team uh, since the Invitational. And they haven't looked solid over uh, since the Invitational over in Pro League uh, since in the second half of the season. But, yeah, yeah they, they looked vulnerable here. They definitely weren't the, the class they were uh, first half of the Pro League season and in the Invitational. Josh, any other thoughts on on this map? No, you, you pretty much covered it off. Um, it was very edge of the seat watching that, oh, that, that first, first map. That first map was great. And... <laughs> I sort of going into it not not having seen Dark Zero players I've mentioned before. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure what's going to happen here. Yeah. And yeah, Empire takes the first round, and then Dark Zero answers with two after that. I'm like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> maybe there's going to be um a little something here. And yeah, it was getting down to or got down to the the seven all. I'm like, oh shit, I think Dark Zero might be a bit of a a problem here for Empire. But you know they. They sort of fell off in, in the second map. Yeah, especially that first map. There wasn't anyone mm. leading by more than one uh, or having a two-point two advantage until right towards the end. So yeah, uh, even then, Dark Zero came back from that. So if they could, like, if Dark Zero wins that map, I think we're looking at a very different Oregon. Well, probably not a very different Oregon, but but we would have had a, a decider, which would have been really good. But, mm. um, yeah, it's it was such a good first map. And from there, we move in to uh, Faze Clan versus Lee Stream. Now, Lee Stream's been fairly um, solid over in Pro League over in Europe. So mm. coming into this, I actually thought they would win this match and go through the quarters. But to Faze's, um, uh, yeah, to, to Faze's um, benefit, they really did put up a really good match here and won 8-6 on the bank and then won 7-3 on Oregon. So once again, first map. How good was this, Josh? Yeah, it was. It was absolutely amazing seeing. Um, well, face face stepping out, taking the first two, and the stream answering. Um, then face going only, to four one. Yeah, going out to four one. It's it's like oh maybe maybe phase are really stepping up to the plate here, but the stream managed to almost claw it back. Yeah, no. and. 
it was just yeah when they got into that overtime phase we're like yeah no you you boys sit down we've got this <laughs> uh what did you think doc of this uh very different game going into what we thought this is actually one that i missed uh but i'm i'm I, I'm I'm surprised, but I'm not super surprised. Phase, you know, I mean, well, you know my soft spot for the South American teams, yep. but um, mm. yeah, they played a really good run. I mean, I'm just looking at the numbers here, but yeah, yeah this is Astro, not one that I saw live. Astro had a huge game, mm. 1.44 rating yeah. uh, in Siege, yeah. uh, plus yeah. 13. So we're talking virtue with a plus 12 KD before. The, uh, Astro had a uh, plus 13 with 29 kills on a shorter, um, yeah. shorter round count. So very, very good uh, day out for him. So from there, we went back to the final day on final match on the Saturday, um, which was Immortals versus Evil Genius. Now, I thought Evil Genius, I think, would get up. Did you take down those predictions, Josh, or not? I can't no, I, I said. completely forgot. This, to. this was a bit of a match that I didn't really, <laughs> um, I didn't really pay much attention to going in because I thought, oh yeah, that's not really going to make much difference. But in the end, it was a huge difference. So. Yeah. Uh, Evil Genius came out, looked solid, very, very good in that first map. Uh, then got yeah, the job just... done in Coastline. <laughs> That's enough. Yeah. They they yeah. completely stomped the Immortals in that first map. Mm-hmm. And I think that sort of flicked a switch in their in, in the Immortals' minds for that second map, and it really they really pushed them. Right? Yeah, definitely. Like, and the Immortals had it. Um, had match point for a while there too, so they were taking it to a decider. Yeah. But in in true evil genius form, they stepped up and yeah, um, came home and, well, and took the last two and and took it and moved on to the semi finals. Now, when I say in, in evil genius's true form, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, what uh, that actually means? Yeah, models managed to win four in a row, which brought them into the yes. overtime. Yes. And I was like, oh shit, maybe EG's go. not gonna not gonna make it. But as um. Uh, who was it? Was it Necrox said in the uh, the post match interview? You're just sick of fucking losing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, that plays an even bigger part when you t- move 24 hours forward uh, from mm. there. So that brought us to the Sunday with um, Fnatic v. Oh, sorry, APAC versus Europe in in Team Empire versus Fnatic. I didn't give Fnatic much of a chance going into this match. Um, yeah, however, no. Team Empire in Consulate of all places uh, took down Fnatic seven four. Um, Fnatic looked okay. Uh, yeah, they came out. They came out quite strong win in the first two rounds, but yeah. then Empire shut them down quite significantly. Mm, in defense, meaning, they what just was it six in a row. Yep. So went from two nil Fnatic to six. To Empire, mm. Team Empire, and Fnatic defended uh, Garage and Cafeteria, and then Lobby and Piano uh, to save some face, I guess. Uh, but then, yeah, Team Empire finished it off. Mm. The important one then was map two, which was finally yeah. we saw our first decider happen for out of this map. So Border, Fnatic goes to Border, and they come out and they take a four-one lead. Uh, in defense and then team empire come back and Fnatic just keeps on pushing on with it in the attacks side of uh the draw and taking a 6-2 lead uh before they finally closes out 7-3 Fnatic taking down the runners up from the invitational on border uh something that not many teams can turn around and say they've done um 
this pro league season. So what did you think of this, guys? Well, Doc, we'll start with you first. Oh. Yeah, this this second map was a delight. Um, this was this was one of the ones that I just watched uh, a few hours ago. Uh, it was two steps forward, one step back. But as long as you're making at least one step more forward, you're doing great. And yeah, they were just this was this was a really enjoyable uh, game mm. to watch. Sure. Yeah, having, I, I'm not terribly seen... surprised how map three went. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk about that in a sec. But, I'm, I'm purposely yeah, leaving. But, that but you know, but at least but at least for this, I was like, yeah, they got this, they got this, and then I mm. remembered they were Fnatic up against Empire. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah w- watching watching Fnatic on border, I'm like, this is the Fnatic that we all want to see. Like the one that steps up. Sure, they lost lost the last one, but that was only by three points. They've stepped it up in this, and they're they're fighting the big bad, as it were. Um, but yeah, <laughs> then I don't know what happened. <laughs> then we go to Clubhouse um, Seven Zip, which is a thing we've seen uh, from Fnatic in the past. Um, yep. So it seems that Fnatic brought both both their teams with them. Uh, I, I, the one that's ones that <laughs> just rip shit up, and the ones that just go, yeah. "What's the grenade button?" <laughs> I think this was exacerbated by the fact that. Clubhouse and Team Empire just go so well together. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. They're they're just clinical. We we saw this on the on the in the grand final as well. Teams don't have much of an answer to this. So when you're fanatic and you've you come up against this, it doesn't take much for you to just put your head in your hands and go, we we can't do this. And um, mm. we sort of saw that. So seven zip. Um, I just want to see Fnatic close out a full tournament where they start strong and they finish strong and, and they go out mm. in, in a very tight bustle. But yeah, it was quite sad that, yeah, this one finished with a 7-zip. Mm. I would yeah, have liked it, to have seen. Even even a 7-5, like, yeah, Fnatic went out fighting, but it just... Yeah. If you get a chance, go watch that match. Um, one of... First one to go to 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 a decider. The the commentators felt like this was the most epic, could have been the most epic game of the whole mm. Pro League Finals series uh, before we got to the grand final. So, uh, Empire even gave them a shot there uh, from round three to round five. They they stayed in the same spot. Yeah. yeah, they they did Church and Arsenal three times in a row. Well, actually, no. I didn't think. You Sorry, did. they were attacking. It was Fnatic did that. I don't know yeah. why they would have done that. Like, well, we'll talk about that because Evil Genius did the mm-hmm. same thing and fell in the same hole where we mm-hmm. we've got the strat here. We think we can do it, but just executed poorly every time. Um, but they kept on going back to it, thinking that hey, we we'll, we know it. We we'll get it next time, which uh, was part of the downfall for Evil Genius and obviously Fnatic. You just got to change up eventually. To be honest, mm-hmm. you've just got to make a change for change's sake to um to try and make make something different happen. But but yeah, ha- having a look at it, yeah, Clubhouse is Team Empire's map. Yes, so doubt. Uh, Phase Clan versus Evil Genius. Um, another game you probably should go check out. Uh, Evil Genius wins mm-hmm. on Clubhouse seven five, and then. Uh, they turn around on border and they win that one in another close one in overtime eight six. Uh, Josh, did you get to catch this one? Yes, yes, I did. What were your thoughts, I watched mate? It, watched it the other day. Um, it was it was really good. Um, Phase weren't gonna gonna let EG just walk away with this one, but mm. <laughs> um, 
EG, they they were a different team than what we saw in the the final, I reckon. And a hundred percent, they've been a different team this entire weekend than what we've seen from them previously for the last four months uh, or more. So. Yeah. Evil Genius being so, one of the oldest teams in Pro League history, so... Yes. Um, so, I, I guess that we're just sick of fucking losing thing. <laughs> uh, sort of pick them up a bit, and sure, they um, they got beaten down a couple of times in both of the maps here, but they came back. They didn't let um, didn't let FaZe Clan really run away with it in no, any uh, sense of the matter. That, but then FaZe didn't let EG run away with it. I, the first map they were definitely in control most of the way through. Um, yeah. Realistically, the second map they never really let Phase get out. Um, they they always had the lead at most stage, so it was sort of they played extremely well. But it was definitely closer than I thought it would be as well. Once again, um, yeah. Geo, wow, plus thirteen KD, one point two eight rating, and a twenty eight kill count for the match. Mm. Uh, over fifty percent. Was- headshots as well so yeah geo was just a a monster during this one yes um i can't remember who was casting this one was it parker and Uh, kicks or now you're asking me questions that i do not have the answer to um yeah it was i think that's right um, i think it was parker and kicks no it would have been um stokes and flynn doing this one because parker and kicks had the 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 first one yeah yeah that's right that's right yeah so stokes and and flynn they're they're a really good team um, yep, I've got to say the whole they were oh. getting me excited, even though I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole um, talent for the whole uh, series was was just brilliant. So yeah, I'm not sure yeah. about that dev guy on the um, analyst desk yeah, though. Dev Marta, he's a weird one. But anyway, talk about Vegemite <laughs> all the time. Um, yeah, I never heard of him. <laughs> well, we get to is the he, grand... is he from uh, New Zealand? Yeah, I think he's from New Zealand. <laughs> unfortunately, um, love you, Dev. Uh, so <laughs> we get to the grand final. Um, Team Empire wins this. That's what I'm going and thinking. Okay, cool. It's it's gone as predicted so far. Evil Genius got there. Cool. Didn't expect that. Mm. Um, North America v Europe, which is a big big point because usually Europe is just dominating, but North America is yeah. finally coming back through Evil Genius. Evil Genius has such a sordid history of losing things, but it's, they're coming. It's into like this. the um. The the uh, American American hockey team versus the Russian hockey team, or <laughs> yeah. Rocky was it Rocky Five? There you go. Where, yeah. where he heads over to Russia and beats the shit out of um, Ivan. One of those I can't remember numbers yeah. in my head. Um, but we'll edit this out. We start. <laughs> it on, turned out to be a bit more of a um, of a uh, Ivan versus Apollo Creed, though. <laughs> so it in starts the, starts out on on bank. Evil Genius comes out firing. Now, they're, they're down mm. 2-1, but all of a sudden they're up 4-2. Uh, 5-2, sorry. And things are looking like they're going to be very different to what we first thought. Uh, they're playing extremely well, and then Team Empire fights back. But Evil Genius, to their credit, instead of just going, oh, we can't do this at 5-all, they win two straight to go to 7-5, uh, attacking oh, yeah. nonetheless. So... Um, what a way to start! Just throwing everything on its head. Also, the crowd's cheering for an underdog, even though we're playing in Europe, uh, where Team Empire should have the crowd on their side. But everyone is going for uh, Evil Genius at this stage, and, and yeah, if you listen to the crowd during the thing, all you hear is "Let's go, EG." Yeah, 
And it was strange. It was such a strange thing that, like, the favourites are going down, which is cool. Like, I don't mind that, especially Team Empire being so dominant. Um, mm. North America's coming back. A team that's so rooted in Rainbow Six history is looking so good, and the crowd is gone against the, the hometown. So it's one of those great moments in, in any kind of sporting history. But um, then we move to Oregon. Um, what a and roller things- coaster. <laughs> Think things were doing <laughs> real good for EG on this, uh, carrying that momentum from the first map. EG, they Oregon, four one smashed up. it. Yeah. yeah, four one up, and then all of a sudden four three up, and then they go to six three up. They've got three match points, yep. championship points, nonetheless. And this is yep. where I'm. I'm sitting here going, win. "Wow, we're gonna. This is gonna be massive. Um, yeah. Evil Genius One. is gonna win this because they're they're making moves. Like even in that tenth match." That 10th round, they've got the kill advantage. Um, I can't remember uh, the, what's his name. Necrox jumps out and mm. takes out two Empire guys, and all of a sudden, oh, they've got this. Yeah. Jump, when he jumped out of that window, I'm like, oh, what? That's, that's a risky move, <laughs> but it paid Damn. off. Uh, 2K, oh, it was a 2K or 3K from that jump out. I, got, I think it was only 2K. I think it was a, uh, it was a 3K because he popped out and he's like, bang, bang. Oh, and then he got. Do, I see you down that bang. And then he got killed. So it was a, a three yeah. to one um, kill count, which is that changes the game. That's you, you're on three championship points. You have just got one of you guys got a three kill before dying. What an advantage! And then they just make bad mistakes. They mm. start peaking when they shouldn't be. They start moving and not fall, not not look uh, covering areas and things like that. And it just. I don't know. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were getting too excited because they they were on match point, championship point. It, all they had to do was just just yeah. get rid of the other guys. They and were in they defense. Were the... They had a kill advantage. All they had to do was let Empire come to them and f- cover the angles, which they had more people to do. And they've won the championship. They've won the pro league. <sighs> and Team but Empire I, comes I, out and wins to go to 6-4, and then they mm. Evil Genius do it again and again. They get an advantage. They look like they're going to win this, and then they make silly mistakes, and all of a sudden it's 6-all. What were you guys thinking at this yeah. stage? I'm just like, oh, shit, here we go. Uh, EG, uh, they let it, let it all go to their head. They're not staying as calm as they need to. Uh, it's all well and good to get a little bit excited when you're at that point point. you're about to win. But they are at that level where they shouldn't let it get to them as much as it appeared that it did. Like they were, they were making stupid decisions. As you said, they were peaking when they shouldn't have, going into stupid areas. Try that. It seemed like they were trying to chase down Empire to end them, which and you don't want to do. No. You want to have them come yeah. to you, you and play defense. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's called, and they should know. I mean, it's easy for us to. It's easy for us to say this because we're not there. Oh, but this is yeah. Evil Geniuses. This is like has been said a few times. This is one of the oldest teams in Rainbow Six competitive play. They knew, well, they should have known anyway that that was not a winning strategy. This was their game to lose, hands down. Yeah. yeah. So and we talked about this. Empire before. showed them hundred percent was their game to lose, yeah. and they lost it. We talked about this before. So after that turning point of round six, uh, round ten, sorry, where it goes to six four, where they should have won seven three and won the championship, they go to dorms, they lose. They go to dorms, they lose. They go to dorms, yeah. 
and then they lose, and then they're down 7-6. Team Empire comes into defense. So where do they go? Dorms. Because <laughs> they're like, they, we know that they don't know this this spot so well. well they do. They were using strats. But the, they were just not well, hitting they're, they're their being, shots. Yeah. We know they're being dumb in this location, so mm. we'll take them back you there. Could, and if they win it, we'll go somewhere else. They were missing they their didn't. shots. Their best players were unloading mags and not hitting a thing. It's just like wow, what hundred percent like those those last five rounds on on Oregon, they were playing like I do. Yeah, EG were playing like I do, and like that you can see that there's some skill there, but it's like oh maybe you need to practice more, which is a hundred percent me. Like I can get the shots sometimes. So then, that's generous of you to say that there's some skill there. <laughs> so then we well, get they a... were getting some of their shots. So oh, I meant about you, yeah. <laughs> no, then, I've got some skill. Like, then we go to clubhouse, right? This is they've just beaten in that day, fanatic seven zip. So somehow they've gotten clubhouse as the decider, and they're cheering because why, why would you not ban clubhouse? Like, surely they had a, had have seen oh the what happened on clubhouse like ban mm-hmm. that shit i know it's just i don't know but we go to this anyway so five the last five rounds of map two on oregon went team empire's way we then go it is the first uh sorry six of the, of the first seven then go team empire's way on clubhouse 11 to 1 they've just gone for a 12 round uh it's uh Run in the in the in the grand final, they go to match point, and then all of a sudden, Evil Genius turns up. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit, let's do this! Let's let's do this! Smash them! We're only down six one. We can come back." And they take the next two, and all of a sudden, you're thinking, "There's a chance here. This could go." I mean, I, I knew the outcome. I knew the outcome before going into this. Oh, did you? But I was still sort of like, oh, shit, what are they going to do now? Exactly. <laughs> round 10. Once again, round 10 was the turning point in um, in Oregon. Round 10 almost was the turning point again on Clubhouse where mm. it, wasn't, if it wasn't for Dan making a 2v1 clutch at the end. Oh. We uh, Anything could have happened. We could have gone right to, to overtime. But he, he pulls out a 2, 2v1 clutch, a 1v2 clutch, sorry, First clutch of the the series for him. Oh, sorry for yeah the the mat the match, and it's the one that wins his team the championship. The mm. brand new player to the team to the roster comes out and just stands up, which is what Oregon. Uh, sorry, what Evil Genius need to do on that corresponding round back on Oregon, and they'd be champions now. North America would be cheering about how they've defeated EU, but. In the end, EU and Team Empire, it all goes to plan. Yes. The, the, the journey from start to finish definitely didn't go to plan, but the result was to plan. Um, any other thoughts on what happened overall, I guess, in this or that final map, Doc? Yeah, I mean, Dan really paid his rent. Um, he, that was that was pretty impressive, that whole last sort of section, because it, it looked like Evil Geniuses was going to come back in that last that last round, but... Yeah, this is this was pretty cool. Um, I I can't really be mad that Empire won this for how they won it. It felt a little bit. Um, and apologies to Fnatic, but it felt kind of Fnaticy with Evil Geniuses uh, for this whole series of maps. That I I've said it already. It was theirs to lose, but it was just like 
they could have done a lot better. Yep. Um, I don't know why they banned what they banned, like coastline and uh, what is it? Consulate instead yep. of adding clubhouse uh-huh. right away. Um, they just got all the wrong C maps. So, but as I think they said in the post show, I think if you go to coastline, well, the, the problem with team empire is they've got five of the maps are just, you, you want to ban those five maps. Unfortunately, that means like they're just aces on these five, four or five maps. So, when you're that good on that many maps, it's really hard to ban out and, and not get a decider yeah. going in their favor. But I understand you if you watched that semi final, you'd almost go, We don't want to play against that at all. So, yeah, that would be your first, first ban. But mm. yeah, it's it, hard. Yes. I, I myself, yeah, 100% knowing that, yeah. Team Empire, they're good on pretty much all of the get uh, all of the maps that are in for Pro League. Still, having seen a seven zip fucking crushing just only two games before, mm. um, I, I would have been like, no clubhouse, <laughs> no. just no, <laughs> no, <that's laughs> I, <it>. no. <laughs> but congratulations, Team but, Empire, on a very good series, a very good Pro League oh, yeah. start to finish. They are definitely the best team in pro league this season so season nine and, go to them i mean so. scyther coming in with 34 kills in total during that match uh and dan not too far off with 29 yeah. i yeah. mean god damn no. they made a good choice getting dan in definitely really and, and someone he came from sort of nowhere so like he mm. wasn't pulled from another team so he just brought up through the ranks so um or, or like that was his first game in pro league was for Team Empire, so yeah, um, it's not like they poached him. They just obviously saw his talent and said, "Yep, we need that guy. That's going to make give us the edge." I mean, he could have even been someone, a friend of yeah, oh, yeah, team he, that they, he, they play ranked with or something. And they're like, this "He wasn't on any other good, teams." Get him in. No, no, unless he was in a challenger league somewhere. Games. So, but his fir- yeah, very first been. pro league game was halfway through this season. I think he only played the last three matches of pro league season. For him, and that's it. And uh, that were his first three games for Pro League. So, uh, well yeah, done, well, mate. He, that's a huge. Jump. He used to he used yeah. to play for a team called Forze. Yeah, for, Forze, which yeah, is um, okay. They're yep. they're not Pro League, so it's um yeah, yeah, sort of Challenger League level. Yep. Yeah, speaking that's, of, that's one I've heard of. Speaking of Challenger League, we got we are going through the final stages of Challenger League in Australia at the moment to find out those two teams that are going to make season ten Pro League in ANZ. Um, we are up to play day eight at the moment. I think there's a, there's two more to go. So by it's it is all this week, isn't it, Butters? From memory, uh, yeah, yeah. So it started last night. I guess it is 29th of May is the last night. So yeah, next week. Sorry, I've got it open in another tab right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so 29th of May, which is next week, will be the finale. Uh, there is. Uh, six matches on that night, which will decide uh, the two teams going through. At this stage, look, we've got Acme Association uh, and Power Plays on top on 18 and 16 points uh, through eight matches so far. Uh, then there's a gap back to Team Equinox, uh, which we did see them in the Summer Series last year. So mm. good to see them floating around. Lee Team, which had a strong start, uh, but is dropping down at the moment with a 3 1 2 record to be on 10 points pc who's currently playing the team at the moment um in some interesting rainbow six some tactics i've never seen before and some things that are just they're moving yeah it's not, not, not they're the moving level pretty slow on this, watching. But yeah yeah it's it's a it's a much more relaxed game than what we've been seeing for the <laughs> it uh, is. 
uh, the but, they, league, but they are sitting there with a one-one-four uh, and coming. So I only made the six matches, but they're on four points at the moment. But and off the grid, who I was really confident with going in because they performed really well last year uh, in summer series, and then they were in the ANZ Cup. Uh, sorry, the Oceanic Cup as well. From memory, brothers, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, was, yeah. I had been. Big high hopes for them, but they've uh, won one from eight, unfortunately. So sitting on three points and not going to qualify for Pro League, unfortunately. Um, it's sad to see that. Yeah, it is. But it'll be interesting to see power plays and Acme if they can hold on uh, through these last couple of matches and and secure those mm. spots. But if you want to catch any of that, it's on R six ANZ on their Twitch channel. Uh, that they're live. So the next matches are well, matches going currently at the moment. Um, and then that's the team versus PC uh, four one nine, and then the final lot of matches are next week on the 29th. So check them out. That'll be a big night, indeed. Um, the only other thing we really need to touch on before we change over to the next podcast we need to do is the fact that Fury has picked up um, the ex Nilio guys, who were the old Mind Freak guys before Mind Freak went to Dark Sided. Oh my god, it's chaos! But uh, welcome Fury to Pro League, picking up Exnilio, which is a very, very good, um, very good team. So interested to see how they go with a proper team behind them again, which will be pretty cool. To see. It'll be interesting to see how Wilco goes pronouncing their name from here on out. <laughs> I don't have to say Exnilio ever again. It's going to be great. Yeah. Just Fury. It's actually next next Exnilio. I know. So that's what I don't say anymore. Exnilio, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- that's it at the moment. Um, we are waiting for dates for season ten. Um, we have got uh, all the challenger leagues uh, have finished up, I think, overseas. So we do have some ups and downs from that, but we'll cover that as we start pre- previewing season ten uh, before it comes back in the near future. So um, that is the last ESL wrap until then. So you will hear from us next time. Uh, the week before Pro League 10, Season 10 starts. We'll have our full previews of that going forward. Uh, going forward, too, there'll be some changes. Congratulations, Doc, officially on getting a job. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that job is not in the time zone that is currently good for where we record. No, so we no, will probably not. end up recording offline and just having this podcast as something that goes up in our own time on a certain day. But um, we don't know exactly when that will be, but it won't be live probably from now on so but that's okay um we can live without that so congratulations mate and yeah look forward to some changes coming through to season 10 and but definitely more content coming all the way through season 10 and then i will be at uh the masters uh just to check that out and catch up with some people and hopefully butters might join me maybe even perco apparently but we'll see how that goes uh yes but butters we'll start off with you mate where can people find you mate uh, you can find me on Twitch and Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Uh, other than that, hit me up on Uplay at MrButtersocks.usm. Sweet. And Doc, where can they find you? Doc Huron, D-O-C-H-U-R-O-N, or uh, Uplayhuron.usm. Sweet. I am Wilco's Chillzone on all the places. We are also on ultrasupermega.com.au when I get around to adding all of the podcasts back up on there. Uh, you can also find us at Locked On Lads dot discord that will get us into the ultra get you into no lockedonlads.com slash discord 
uh, that we get into the Ultra Super Mega Discord, and that's where we are. We also uh, record Tom Clancy podcast uh, once a week uh, on a Thursday, which is what we are doing right now. So that's what we're doing next. Uh, so join us for all the Tom Clancy universe, gaming universe news and what's happening in that. So uh, stick with us for that very soon. But thank you, everyone. Until we come back for Season 10 preview, uh, it is out for now. Have a good one, guys. Peace. Yeah. Time to pack it up. My work is done.